0: complex specialty care that cares about your roi it's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions that's wonder made possible learn more at evernorth.com wonder
1: good evening good morning good afternoon wherever you might be welcome back to the same old arsenal podcast episode number 60 something i can't remember I should. Always, I, I always try to remind myself to look that up, but um, I always forget to do it. Uh, 63,
2: light on the, isn't it.
1: Sixty-three. I think it might be sixty-four.
2: I'm not five so sure. short of a sixty-nine.
1: Yeah. Do you know what comes <laughs> after sixty-nine? Don't you?
2: That's it. That? Right.
1: Mouthwash. Anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, it's totally off-topic. Um, talking about. Very rude. Very rude. Very rude. Sorry, um, to our under eighteen viewers there. Um, if you want to know what it is, ask your mum and dad, not me. <laughs> so we beat Bournemouth yesterday. Um, another three points, lads. Uh, before we get going, I must introduce uh, my esteemed guest. Unfortunately, Harry's not with us, um, this evening due to work. So uh, it's just you're just stuck with the three of us this evening. Um, Graham, how are you, sir?
2: I'm very well, mate. Uh, how are you today?
1: I'm very well, thank you very much. Very well I, indeed.
2: I'll just uh, say that my day uh, hopefully will get better on this podcast. Uh, I went up to London today. I don't know if anyone knows, but I record a, an AFTV Tactical Insight show with Robbie. And uh, I was walking uh, down to the office where he does uh, his uh, stuff, where we record the show. And I was coming down a flight of stairs, third f- stair from the bottom. I fell. Oh, no. Uh, fell on my right knee, but I had the presence of mind to make sure I didn't lose my cup of coffee uh, and uh, save me phones from a battering. So it was sort of like an organized fall onto my right knee. Uh, so I'm in a little bit of pain tonight, actually, on the right side. But uh, so, uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully you no get better podcast. That's the thing. Right yeah. And,
0: you, didn't,
1: and the other, you, didn't, you didn't drop me coffee, did you? I didn't drop me coffee. I saved off. the coffee off. and off my off phones. That.
2: And the it. other thing is that obviously the stuff in the live chat fascinated me at the moment uh, to the guy that says. <laughs> <laughs> welcome
1: to the internet. In, welcome to the internet.
2: Yeah. Welcome to the internet. They, they talk about sort of moving from the bedroom to the kitchen. Some guy mentioned about when am i going to get in the bathroom and have a trim on my beard. <laughs> uh, I've got this little thing going with a guy at work that I will not shave until Arsenal lose a game. So hopefully it will get longer and longer and longer. Well,
0: judges how are you poor
1: judges oh, he's not been well have you mate i've
0: not i've not been well you wouldn't know it Craig, because i battled on you know and uh turned, a out, warrior. What turned a warrior. out on sunday you know what i mean it was a warrior, lot you know uh dosed up to the nines, but no one would have known it because that's what i am a warrior not a keyboard warrior a warrior a warrior, oh, a warrior. A warrior.
1: remember if you do like to have a little bit at the weekends and please give our sponsor a look uh well not our sponsor our partner a look links are below in the description um have a little link they're called have a little look they're called fans bet um they are our partner so if you do like a little bet at the weekend and you do bet online and use your phone to do it go and have a look at their app if you want to sponsor the podcast you may by clicking the patreon link uh, which is in the description as well and if you're watching tonight and you want to dono- donate live to the stream you can by using the super chat button at the bottom of the chat
0: can I just say, saying, like, I think we could be falling out with fans, but you know, because you know, if they keep watching my videos, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm steering yeah, us the right it. way with it. Called it again, you know he what I mean?
2: Called
0: it again, mate. Yeah. Called it again. Right, what happened? I called a two-one win to the Arsenal tough game, and 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 it was. That's right. So yeah, you, you know, did. um, uh, so I'm. I'm you're going to be losing well. the money. Oh, yeah, I'm doing pretty well. So, like, if you <laughs> if you're not following those little videos, you should get on to them. Because, you should get on them, yeah. You get on them because, like, you know, I'm. Uh, I'm doing pretty pretty good out of it, if I'll be honest. So uh, there you go, like another one to the judge. Another one to the judge,
1: and uh, and of course your blogs as well, your your little blogs.
0: Yeah, doing them as well, like you know. So they're good, they are. I like them. Like um, yeah, they're going pretty well. So uh, all in all, I've, I'm sort of uh, what's it expanding my um repertoire. Repertoire, I like that word repertoire. repertoire. Yeah, that's what I'm Well I have a, <laughs> I, 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 I have
1: a I have a little inkling feeling that Michelle's writing them for you. But anyway. Um, that's well, a, bit well, that's we'll, a bit harsh. a bit We'll, we'll, we'll carry on.
0: She we'll types on. it up, but I, 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 it's all my own thinking. Oh, yes.
1: Yes, yes, like, yes. No? Oh, well, okay. No. Fair enough.
0: Because I can't spell, but that's between us, like, and I don't tell no one. Like, no. <laughs>
1: okay, yeah, that's between us and the 120 people
0: that
1: are watching. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay. Graham, let's start with you, mate. Bournemouth away. I called it an ugly win. I called it an ugly three points. Um... And then I got a barrage of abuse to tell me that it wasn't ugly. I thought it was quite ugly. Uh, Graham, talk to us.
2: Yeah, I thought that uh, in the end, it all came good for us on the day, Craig. Uh, and we pulled out a 2-1 victory. Uh, 17 games unbeaten now. That's uh, worth mentioning to start with. Uh, and first of all, uh, Emery pulled out uh, a real change in tactics, didn't he, the other day? We went to the three at the back. Um, and uh, I think when I saw that the, the two real big talking points pre-match were the change to three at the back. And obviously uh, the non-inclusion of Meza Ozil, which I'll talk about in a minute. But uh, I think one thing he did was he looked at Bournemouth's 4-4-1-1. Uh, Bournemouth play uh, uh, very much as sort of a, a side where they have pace uh, in wide areas uh, from Fraser. Fraser is a very dangerous player for them on the left-hand side. And they um, – they have him in that area. And then Brooks, uh, my namesake, Brooks, who's made a name for himself this season on the right-hand side for Bournemouth. He's been playing lately in the hole behind Wilson, but he uh, primarily has made his name uh, out uh, wide right this season. And those two wide forwards have been really impressive for Bournemouth in their current run. So, And uh, they're very compact in central midfield with uh, Goslin and the guy that they bought from Levante, Lerma, who's very physical. And I think the uh, inclusion of him in their side led to the decision not to play Ozil in this game when Emery came out with a statement that, that he thought the game was too physical for Ozil, which uh, was quite, a, uh, I must admit, a statement, which uh, I'm sure Lee will have his opinion on. Um, so the big talking point was going to the three at the back. Uh, he played Mustafi on the right side of the three. Uh, Socrates was restored to the side uh, in the middle. Uh, and he played Holding on the left. Uh, and then Bellerin and Klasenak as winbacks uh, with Jacka and Terreira. And I have to say, I think the call was made for him in the uh, fact that pre-match, he was dealt the blow that uh, obviously Monreal was not going to be fit for the game. Uh, and uh, obviously Lacazette was also out with a slight groin strain, I believe. Now, the one thing we noticed against Wolves is that Klaznak is really good going forward, but not so good defending. And we've got to remember, Wenger bought him as a wing-back to play in this style of player a 3-4-3 system or 3-4-2-1. Uh, um now, the disparity between Kolasinac going forward and going backwards is quite alarming. So I thought that that was one of the reasons why he switched to the three at the back. Uh, I think also to counter the fact he wanted to create problems for Fraser. Uh, uh, the in fraser one was an interesting contest. I thought whoever won that battle would, would be key to the game. And I think uh, uh, primarily Fraser, first of all, on the left, and when he switched to the right when Brooks came off, struggled defensively. And in fact, it was key in the goal the winning goal when we took a short free kick and the ball was played to Awobi and he threaded the ball wider Fraser. Fraser uh, that enabled Kolasinac to get on the end off to square it through a Bamiang. So that, uh, the fact is, uh, the three at the back, I thought, made us more solid behind Jacka and Torreira. We still struggle with the counter-attack. I know Lee's going to rip one on the team for basically the way we conceded that goal just before half-time. And old habits seem to die hard. We just do not manage the game well enough, do we? And this has happened time and time again this season where uh, we haven't led at halftime, obviously. We concede right on the brink of halftime as we did at Fulham. And I have to say, why were six players in their box in that attacking movement in the last minute of the first half? Even more so, I asked the question of Torreira. I love Torreira. But why was Torreira, our defensive midfielder, literally just in front of the six-yard box? So when they broke away, four passes for one end of the pitch to the other. Uh, and they're in on goal. Admittedly, they took it really well. The passing movement to get the uh, engineer, the opening with the overload was was a great piece of play. And the finish by King was exquisite. But we shot ourselves in the foot again. And if we're going to be a top side, these errors, make no mistake, have to change. You wouldn't see Tottenham. You wouldn't see Liverpool. You wouldn't see Man City being caught in that way. And uh, obviously that sent us in at halftime, 1-1. Having We were fortuitous. First of all, two moments in the first half uh the uh, brooks uh goal which was uh offside was in fact onside. uh obviously very difficult for the lines when we got the rubber to the green there and then with that fantastic own goal by uh their defensive midfielder lemma i have to say kolasinac who was brilliant uh powerful with his surging runs got it across the box and that guy if, if that's not own goal of the season I, I don't see anything being better than that but um so we had the luck there, but we went in at one But the one thing about Emery is he does do something I think Wenger just never did at half-time. He seems to sort of like get a response from the players in the second half. He seems to make the right changes. Uh, not, not that he's made the right changes on Sunday. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm just saying that because the substitutions were a lot later on Sunday. But tactically and the team second half seemed to get it right and they got it right again on Sunday. They dominated the whole of second half. Bournemouth, who were getting into the pockets first half, Bournemouth, who were uh, playing through our lines. We didn't press well enough from the front, I think. That has to be said. I don't think we put enough pressure on the ball uh, as well. That has to be a said. But um, I have to say, I thought Socrates had an absolutely outstanding game on Sunday. Uh, absolutely strong. Muscle. The way he muscles people out of the, the action was superb. I thought that uh, Mustafi on the right side of the three, apart from that clumsy tackle at the end, was good. Solid. Holden had a few nervy moments, but his distribution was okay. I know Lee wants to pull him up on one or two things. Uh, but um, I thought generally as a three, they were okay. The wing backs worked well, pushed their uh, wide players back. And I have to say that uh, Jacker and Torreira were, were okay in central mid. Torreira was excellent again. Uh, Bam Yang, um didn't get involved much in the game, but he's once again scored again. And that's what we bought him for. Uh, and he's always a threat. The only disappointment for me possibly was Mikatarian. Mikatarian who lost the ball nine times, had seven shots, only one on target. But in the end, I think that we deserved the victory for the fact that we got it together. Whether it was an ugly win or not, I thought the performance in the second half was better. The, the players have seemed to be working better with the 3-4-2-1 uh, shape. Uh, and so that was a bonus. The, the big, obviously, talking point was Mesut Ozil. We have invested he- heavily in Mesut Ozil. That's not Emery's problem, of course, because we gave Ozil the contract before Emery started his uh, managerial career at Arsenal. But when you're saying that your top player is not physical enough to play in a game at Bournemouth, I just wonder what sort of message that sends to Ozil and where that leaves him uh, for, the, for, the, for the future. Um, does that mean we're not going to play him in all-away games? I think Lee might want to touch on that. Uh, does it mean that him and Emery have got a slight uh falling out and in, in, in the, where he sees him I playing i don't know
1: i don't think so i think ozil has not been physically good enough since he's been here um to be honest with you i think it's clear for all to see and i've always said it that in la liga when he was playing when he was playing in la liga he had time on the ball he was he, he was allowed to stop have a little look around see what he was going to see who he was going to pass it with in the premier league he hasn't got that time um you know when he's on when he's on the pitch and he's looking for a part he wants to if he wants to take a touch and he wants to stand still he, you can't do that in the premier league um hence the reason why i feel that even as as a, as a good a player he is i i believe that the premier league is too fast paced and, and physical for him
2: um but craig he, he's the fastest player in premier league history to 50 assists he's got over yes, 30 goals yes. and fifty games yeah
1: i get that um, i get that but you're talking about his physicality and why he's been dropped yeah, uh, I don't think he. I. 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 I don't think he has the physical. I don't think he. I don't but think he's, he has a, the physical, he's an international.
2: He's an international footballer, uh, Craig. He's played, played in big said, international yeah, games.
1: He has, but I still don't think he's physical for the. I don't think he's got the right physical attributes for the Premier League. I mean, there was 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 there last season or two years before that, it was reported that Wenger had wanted him on the weights to bulk up. Mm. Um. So yeah, that's just my opinion. And anyway, I just, I just, I just don't think this league suits him physicality wise yes he's yes you know he can play football there's no doubts about that um he can assist you know he could he could assist us for many he he could put a ball on from corner to corner he could hit a 50 pence coin but
2: but surely you give him the tools around him to to be the player that he can be don't you you do physical physicality around him he can still perform in a side
1: you do but when he's got the ball you can't you, you, you can't have those players kind of shadowing him around the place, can you, do you
2: know? I, I don't think it's so much just before Lee comes in. I don't think it's as much about what he, when he's got the ball. I suppose the question mark is when he hasn't got the ball. I think that's always been labeled at him, but uh, you know, me and you Craig, I'd have to sort of agree to disagree there. I, I think he has got a part in the Arsenal side. I was surprised he was left out. I think we did miss his creativity on Sunday. I have to say that, but um you know, I mean, uh, the manager's made a call there and, and um, you know, I think that, are you saying then if we're going to play three at the back and two uh, wing-backs and two centre-mids, we're not, uh, that means, I get the fact that he wanted a hard-working team yesterday. Awobi uh, and Mikatarian can work, can play inside, can play outside, can work back in a four. But are you telling me Mesut Ozil, uh, with all his uh, ability, is not good enough to be an Arsenal team? I find that a bit of a shocking statement, to be honest. But No, no, uh, didn't, wonder... say,
1: didn't say he wasn't good enough. Didn't say yeah. he wasn't good enough. Says he wasn't physical. I I understand. I didn't say he wasn't good enough. He's a fantastic footballer, and it's an honor to have him playing for Arsenal. You know he do, he does. his talking on the pitch. I'm just seriously. I am. All I am saying is, I don't think he's he's. He, I don't think he's physical enough on the pitch. And to be honest with you, I thought it was. He gets knocked off the ball too easy. If anyone can what anyone can watch the compilation video of Mercer Ozil losing the ball, it's so easy. People take the ball off him so easy um go on youtube and watch some of the highlights go when we lost we got beat by we got beat by liverpool 5-1 at anfield when they were 5-0 up after 13 minutes or 14 minutes whatever whatever it was there was two of the goals there came from mercer ozil losing the ball and on both occasions instead of getting up and trying to get it back he just sat on the ground and waved his arms up in the air because he thought it was a foul
2: yeah, I think, I think any player can get knocked off the ball, Craig. And I think the point you're making there is he didn't get up and look to challenge to get it back. Uh, that was That's a fair point. But, um, uh, you know, to me, I think that if you're saying to me that uh, there are different types of footballers that make up a football team, uh, and uh, I grant you that you might have a point there about his lack of physicality, but he's still got a role, big role to play in this Arsenal team, I assure you.
1: But do you not find it refreshing that Emery actually did it?
2: No, I think it's great. I, think yeah. that he's, he, I do think that's great, yeah. And it's great that he—he he just people are judged by the performances. There's no there's accountability. It doesn't matter if you're on three hundred and fifty thousand pound a week or eighty thousand pound a week. You play if you're in Emery's uh, if Emery decides that you weren't a place in the side, and that's what it should be.
1: Absolutely, Lee. You bet. We better come to you, mate, before me and Graham start having an argument. <laughs> 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 just before we crack on, thank you everyone um, who's watching live. Hello to everyone watching on YouTube. Hello to you all in the chat. Uh, and thanks to Guna TV for the uh, £2 donation. Thank you very much, sir. Very kind of you. Very kind of you indeed. Uh, Lee, what did you make of yesterday, mate?
0: Well, just first of all, let's talk about Mesut Ozil. Um, first, first point is, I don't, I don't think it's an issue. I really don't. I, I expect him to be in the team against Spurs come Sunday because it's a different game. Mm-hmm. It's um, uh, at home. Last two games... We've played at Bournemouth. I think Mesut Ozil's played in both of them. We've not won. You know what I mean? Are so, you uh, blaming Ozil for that, do Here we Lee? go. No, no. Sir, You're sir, blaming Ozil, sir, Lee. You're sir, blaming just Ozil get for that, that match. Just get the match there. Put it on the <laughs> old sir, touch paper. No, <laughs> I, 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 what I like about Emery, and I, 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 I'll criticise Emery when I feel that I, I can. I, I, I looked at Emery, and what I like about him is he... he he respects the opposition he looks at the opposition and goes to accordingly i think you know uh this game was more suited to um go into a system where we play kanazhinac as a a wing back so we wasn't weak at full back that that meant that someone has to be sacrificed whether that was Erzl or not i don't know i personally would have played meso Erzl instead of mkhitaryan if i'll be honest um I, I, you know i mean it just it doesn't do it for me when you talk about um, you know, he, he does work back, but it's token gestures for tackles, just like Mesut Ozil, if I'll be honest. But I, I think that um, he's looked at that um, game and just thought like, you know, we, we're probably not going to get as much as a ball as we normally do. Um, so we're not going to get on the ball as much. So Mesut, it doesn't become as as important, you know, whereas perhaps a, a runner does. And, uh I don't think it's what what was the interesting thing about it was that um, this this comes straight after an international break where Meza Ozil was had a two weeks rest where everybody else was going around uh Europe or you know as, as, as Petrello was going you know wherever he's gone you know I think he had funny enough I think he thought he was in in Europe but anyway traveling around he's had a nice little few weeks rest and I just think at the end of the day horses for courses you know doesn't mean to say that our next away game at men united that um it will be another tight game up there that um that the manager will look at and go do you know what i need someone like erzl to, to, to create things you know what i mean so i, I think the, the the end the end of it is that they got the result so you know, the Meza Ozil thing, to me, ain't an issue. You know what I mean? If, if we'd have lost, it becomes an issue, you know. And uh, I, I, I have to say, I like his bravery on those sort of decisions. As I say, there's, there's certain things that i criticise him on. I still criticise... I, 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 I will criticise Emery that our defence is appalling at times. You know what I mean? It is absolutely appalling at times. And it's still... It's not being rectified. But what, what I see about that game against Bournemouth, I don't know if you guys agree, it was a game where everything it had, it had everything there was some brilliant some i've got to say some football in there that was breathtaking some of the passing for the goal lovely little team goal against some good movement and that then, then there's some some uh digging in performances there's some um Real good energy to the side. What I liked about Arsenal was when they scored, went 2-1 up. I don't know if you noticed it on TV, but all the players are coming to the to the crowd, really up for it. I've seen Arsenal over the last couple of seasons score a goal and just walk back. You know what I mean? But there's a passion with the side. You know what I mean? All jumping on each other, coming over to the crowd, interacting with the crowd. I haven't done that for a very, very long while. Then then I look at things, you know, on the Tannoy, for instance. It shouts out as loud as you could ever hear it one minute to half time all right you know so you you've got emery if you have a look at him shouting instructions all the time and as as graham says you know you've got to going into the to the six yard box why you know i mean like a lot of people have blamed awobi and i'll start with awobi for the goal in a way yeah it is his fault because he showboats on the six yard box now i was always told if you want to um Um, when you're in the, the final third, express yourself. That's when you're allowed to express yourself. So he's tried to express himself in the six-yard box. It hasn't come off, but in the last minute of the game, just shoot. And if it goes out for a corner, for a goal kick or a throw or whatever, the game's dead. dead. But what he done was, by doing his silly little trick, it kept the game alive and we're caught. But a lot of people have got on to, to woby's case, but it, it has got to travel 90 uh, and we've got, we've got to work this out. 94 yards, right? It's got to travel before it's they score, uh, and all of it. So, so you can't just blame a Wobie for that. Where is our back four? Where's our only midfielder? Totally out of shape. And what worries me is, you know, I mean, people are going, "Oh yeah, yeah," but Emery's not got the right players to do this and do that. It, it's game
2: management it's at basics. the highest basic. level. Yes, yes. Basics. Yeah, yeah. So
1: you're,
0: that, so you're taught that at schoolboy level. You know, what I mean, yeah,
2: sure, I, I, I think, I, I think the, the thing is, Lee, when, when the two fullbacks are, when Bellerin uh, and Klazanak advance, the two holding midfielders have to come across and cover the space. So I'd expect, uh, sort of like, Jacker maybe to drop to the left to cover Klazanak out of possession. Or maybe better into, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Terreira to drop to the right. Did you notice when we played Wolves, they were one goal up and they dropped back into, they had a 3 4 3 shape exactly against us. Going
0: to a shape. And and that, exactly. Yeah. You're so right about that. And this is the problem that Arsenal have got, right? Uh, when you're playing at the highest level or or, or, the, or or a very, very good level, it's very, very important shape. Whether mm-hmm. it's a back three, a back five, or, or four in midfield, you've got three in midfield. You have to get into areas shape so so if it breaks down you're told right when it breaks down you've got to get yourself go side of that ball as quickly as possible in this position that position that position we do not do that now you know if the coach is telling you to do it and you're not doing it then surely the player then has got to be coming out of the side and I, i see it against fulham and i see it now against um bournemouth now if we do that against someone like a Spurs or a Manchester United in a couple of weeks time, we're gonna get done because they're not going to be able to come back from these teams so they've got to learn their lessons 1-1 one, one at half time 1-1 one, one against Fulham fuming that it can all go wrong they then put in a second half performance which was breathtaking I thought second half on um, Sunday was brilliant we 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 got hold of Bournemouth and we strangled them and we, we sucked them in. We'd we done all the things we'd done, you know, and uh, I, I do feel at times if the one little criticism and that is that we're a little bit um, sloppy in our final third, our last couple of passes. It was a couple of times we could have put players in and we didn't with a little bit of sloppy passing. But in saying that, it was looking good. The actual goal, if you have a look at it uh, on TV or watch it, it's it's fine margins for that defender to touch the ball and whatever but it's fantastic it's a great goal greatly carved open and we we, we've done that really really well and then we get to and this is the problem arsenal have got and it's a big problem for me there's a minute to go or less than a minute to go their goalkeeper's got the ball what's he going to do he's going to chuck it up into the air now we have got to get a centre-half that's dominant because we need that centre-half that's going to get up like Tony Adams, Steve Bowl, Martin Keown, get up and win that header. We do not win that header. You know what I mean? Mustafi underneath it doesn't win that. He's not a dominant central defender in the air. And then, it you know, it's carnage. The ball comes down, it's a free kick, it could have, you know, could have been disastrous for us. Now, you know, we're all in a stand, yes. I don't know what you guys are like, I-, I couldn't watch. I could not watch. Well, you know I had to walk the room as well. Uh,
1: yeah. I could
0: not watch because, yeah. you know, I'm thinking we're going to throw away two points here because we just don't do the right thing in our defending. And I I, I-, I watched them. Um, they had a corner just before that. And I watched um, Tony pointed out to me, my mate. Tony pointed out to me. He said, Look at Shaka saying, Look, only two go up. You stay here. You stay here. So that's so, a. That they're bringing the information. Sometimes they're they're doing it. They're getting the information, and other times they're not. It, it seems like you know in the first half. I don't know what's going on. I don't. I, I, I see they don't win part. They don't win their tackles. I, I, I see sloppiness like that goal in the second half. I don't see it as much. It, it, it seems to be a different mentality. Whether they, they think like we, this is the A side now we're going to go to the B side. I don't really know how, how it's happening. But, thank God it is, but I just think that in this this run of 17 games unbeaten, it's been fantastic. Let's, let's, let's not get it right, but there's been, there's been good things in that, there's been fantastic things in that, and there's been damn right sloppy play as well. And if we've, you know, somebody said the other day like on Twitter today, and it's the most stupidest statement that I've ever heard, when we turned around and said, I don't care about anything else, we've won the game. That's all that matters. Right, and if you think about it, if you go along with that attitude right, and you're not looking to improve every game, you will get caught out. you know what I mean you've always got got to look to improve you know what I mean you could listen it's always a lesson when you lose, you learn a lot more like you know what I mean, but you can still learn and still take notes and make things better when you're in winning positions, and when you're winning, surely it's better to be in that position do you think Pep Guard talks about you know what I mean like that with with man city no no it's ruthless 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 and we've got to get that mentality from the fans point of view to 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 the to the players as as well as the management and one other thing that i will say about this all of that what was the it was it was important that we won that game yesterday that was the the being mm. being end and end all you know what i mean chelsea had uh lost all of a sudden, if we if we win, that brings us closer to them. We've now got a chance to get into the top four again. Uh, come next week, which wouldn't have happened if we didn't win. So it was, so important, we, it was
2: important the fact that we would drawn our last three league games as well, Lee. Yeah, yeah. It?
0: So it was important that we got back on winning run, and to mm. do it also away from home, Graham, is, was very, very yeah. important as well. Like, you know, and mate? to be
1: honest, I mean, to and, to and to be and to be pulling away, I mean. Bournemouth were what? I don't think they were only what were they? Four points behind. Well, they
0: would us, have been us one from, point yes. behind us if they'd Yeah, so yeah, three points, four points. Yeah, so they and, were 4
1: we're four points ahead of them now. Five points.
0: Um, we was we was four points in front of them, so I think we're so seven now. Seven right? points I mean, in front of so, them so, now. So you know, but also, which is uh, uh, people still don't remember. It's another three points in front of Man United. If if we wouldn't have won that game, mm-hmm. things go wrong against Spurs. You know what I mean. The Man United game. You know what we're like up there. They could have been above us. You know what I mean. Like that. So it's important that we keep going. You know what I mean. Um, potentially, we could drop points on Sunday. You know what I mean. And I don't mean lose. I mean like it could be a draw that on 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 Sunday, and 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 that could let Man United come back in the back door. And then, you know. We've got to get on the winning run. I know it's very, very hard to say, but we've—if we can beat Spurs and then we can go to, to Man United and beat them, or stay unbeaten—it's not a disaster. You know, that's, that's fantastic. It's not a disaster if we drew those two games. Do you know what I mean? But we're—you know—we're at home against Tottenham. I expect us to go on and uh, and win that game. But what I'm saying is that we're—we're we're in a—we've got to get our heads around. Where we're trying to get that fourth spot this season. We're—we're we're, we're nowhere near anything else and and looking at Spurs the other day you know what I mean Some one of my Spurs mates turned around and said oh, we'll end up third this season I can't argue with that if I'll be honest you know what I mean I think that probably that they're, they're the best out of the, the bunch coming through like you know Chelsea I think showed a lot of weaknesses they were poor weren't they on, very, um, bad. Poor very bad poor on Saturday you know what I mean I don't think as well as what they've done I don't think we've been that poor as that You know what I mean? Like, I don't think we've been, we've had little spells where we've been poor, but we're in a position where I I do like what one thing I do like about Arsenal at this moment in time, and somebody said it on on Twitter, I'm not too sure on that. We're not a soft touch at this moment in time. And that's 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 a a key thing, you know. We're not a soft touch, you know what I mean? There was a time when, you know, we we went one nil down and then we're getting rolled over, like, you know, whatever happened at half time. We come back in there there was like um i'd imagine that a few few words were said at half time and the, and the key thing for me was i think awobi when he when he scored well he didn't score but he made that uh, goal for the two. he was going mad you know what i mean because i reckon he might have been feeling that he was at fault for it or whatever but i the passion that that man showed for for us scoring are, you know, you, you can't help but say, "Do you know what? There's something different about Arsenal. There's something different. There's 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 lots of faults. There are lots of faults, but there's lots of things to stay positive about. um And if we can just get the right players in the right positions, we will certainly be there. And I, the, for me, and I said it yesterday in an interview that the three key component players that are really playing well now are all the signings of um, of Emery, like you know, the goalkeeper." gets better and better every time I see him. Like, you know what I mean? Confidence, I love it. Like, you know what I mean? Every time the ball goes back to him from a back pass, I don't I, I don't worry. I then look at Socrates, who I thought was as, as Graham said, was immense yesterday. You know what I mean? And and he's covering two players who have got faults. There's no two ways about it. Holding again, let's you know, he's young Ball watches a lot, Craig. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, let's the oh, yeah. player go in behind him so he's wrong side and he's caught out. Socrates is coming across and covering that. um Mustafi, at times, I think if you said to man, Mustafi, you're a man marker, don't worry about anything else, you do a great job. But I think when he it, it gets pulled out of shape and then the concentration levels drip, drop with him, you know, and he's always him and it that makes that silly irrational t- tackle he's saying that now he made a fantastic tackle in the first half and got got pulled up for it mm-hmm. i don't know how unbelievable like you know but all in all we have to just you know it's a good win yesterday i know like you know there's thoughts i was going mad at half time when i see that go it's shocking we've got to stop that but all in all the man united went there Got the result, but it was a lot tougher for, tougher for them than it was for us. I thought second half we we um, dissected them and uh, and we, we move on from there, like you know. And it, it was important that we won that game for the for the next two games. If we'd have dropped points against Bournemouth, going into Tottenham and then going into Man United, we have been a lot more pressure. We've now got a few. Like those three points are, are it's a key key little thing there for us say.
1: There was a big three points yesterday and, and you know, that's probably why I, I used the words use the word ugly. It was an ugly it looked to me watching it on the telly, it looked like an ugly win. I don't know why I, I don't know why I see that. A lot of people are telling me, no, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't. We played well, we played well, we played
0: well. In patches um, we played well.
1: Yeah. It, to me it looked like I don't know, perhaps I'm not just not used to it. I don't know. When when Bournemouth equalised, I was like, Oh God, here we go again. They're gonna come out there in a second half. They're gonna get another poxy one, then they're gonna get another poxy one and we're gonna come away with nothing. You know, why do we always do this to ourselves? But then like you said and like Graham said, they came out and they they came out and they actually took the game by the scruff of the neck. Um but why why can't we I've, I've asked you this before.
0: I, what gets gets to me the most is why we can't take the scruff of the neck from the first kick. Well, I think one of those reasons is you have to say that we're away from home. So they're they're, they're gonna, you know, you gotta have a... do not I I don't I don't know about how Grahamfield's about. I I think that Emery has a little look at them. Says, right, this let's, let's, let's see what they've got, you know, we and don't play into their hands. And what was a good thing, you know. What I mean, they're a very good counter attacking side, um, uh, Bournemouth, and they've, they've done that, you know. We 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 played into Wolves' hands a little bit last week, but I didn't think we we, we, we didn't go gun ho. Too much. No. Was, we we kept it to a very very. Um, uh, well, I would say like we 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 highlighted that there was a little bit weak on that right hand side, and we we targeted it all the time. Kalajzic going down there putting across it. I thought we had an outstanding game, by the way. But we we targeted that area. It wasn't so much on the Bellerin side, but we targeted that, and we we, we persevered with it. Like you know, I mean and, and I, I quite like that. I quite like that. We thought that. You know, that's their weakness and we keep trying, we keep trying and we keep trying. And both goals come from there. So, I thought there was a method in what we was doing. I, I, I do look at it and I just think that at times, you know, when you say it was an, a, an ugly win, I, I think there was some, in the whole game, there was some really good things in it, Craig. But my God, there was some bad play in there as well. Like, and that's what we've got to to eliminate those bad plays. And, and trying to build on the good side of it all like you know and and it comes that i uh, you know i look at uh, our our forwards and every time we got the ball they was on us to give them a real tough time and now they must feel is in when they see like you know us giving away silly little free kicks and silly things and all that and they must think my god you know what i mean but to their credit i they never their heads didn't go down and I think it's a great point you just made there, I think last season maybe I'm a little bit mentally jaded as well, is that when we went a goal up the last season, it happened quite a lot we would end up losing uh, yeah. you know, two or three, so you, so in my, in my mindset, you're thinking, oh no, here it goes again, Like, so you're thinking all all bad things are going to happen, when in fact, you know what I mean we've come out second half and, and blew them away, if I'll be honest and, but you, but you, you it's, it's in your head that you know, we, we're gonna we're gonna um capitulate like we've done in the past, and we're perhaps as a fan, I've got to get that out. You
2: know, I'm meant finger I, mean, yeah.
1: I think I call I, it. Well, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm,
2: I think I'm, I think that's a very good point that you make there, because I do feel we have got to remember that a lot of these players are Venger players. And a lot that's ingrained in them would have been from the way Arsene Wenger has worked with them for a number of years. Uh, And I think Emery is trying to change that. And I think they've got old habits, which I I said it on Sunday, old habits seem to be dying hard. And I think sometimes they're fighting their natural instincts uh, a lot of the time in games. You've got to remember, I think Emery puts great value on the first goal. He likes the team to fill their way into the game. He wants a shape. At the start of a game, he doesn't want us to be too gung-ho. He wants the central midfielders to sit. uh, His teams are based on, I know he went three at the back, but normally when he plays four at the back, he likes his uh, two central mids to to, to sit. Uh, And he likes to build up play either diagonally out wide through the full backs or through centre midfield. So he doesn't want everybody um, sort of like uh, rushing forward like, we used to do under Wenger so I think they tend to sort of like he wants to see what the opposition are doing first I think he uh, likes to look at what's happening in the game and I think he wants us to be um, competitive in the match and not be too over elaborate and over uh, expansive too early on so that means in effect I think that the players maybe don't uh, 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 start fast I must admit the only time when I've seen when they have started fast was the Liverpool game Liverpool game, when they literally were on it from the first minute, buoyed up, I think, by the atmosphere and the ground and the fact that they were up against a a top side. So whether sometimes it could be that the players are more concentrated, more focused uh, and uh, and want to prove a point more in these bigger games, I don't know. Only the players will know uh, what their mental attitude in these games. But I do think he asked the players to really fill their way into games. And I think that's one of the reasons why you could argue we're starting slowly. We don't want to give away the first goal. Uh, And I think that as the game then develops, then the players become more expansive. And then all these uh, habits that I think he's trying to stop, uh, start materialising. And uh, I think that in that first half, we were vulnerable to the counter-attack. They did play through us quite easily uh, at times. Uh, and I have to say that uh, the three centre-halves I thought were pretty good. Uh, and the reason I say that is because I looked at the uh, XG. XG is expected goals that we might concede. And we uh, the the expected goals, XG, that we might concede in that game, uh, uh, the three centre-packs behind Torreira and Jacker gave us our most defensively solid performance of the season in terms of where uh, uh, Bournemouth attacking-wise. I think that also we did really well is that... Uh, at the start of the game for me the key areas of the game were I think in the wide areas as I said uh, Fraser in particular I was talking to a friend of mine Adam who uh, watches the same old Arsenal podcast he's a big fan of the show and he was saying to me that they go a lot through Fraser down the left hand side uh, and and uh, he said the Bellerin-Fraser battle could be a key one. Uh, and uh, to be honest, as Lee said, it was more over the other side we exposed them. On Brooks's side, really, Francis, who's their right back, he's not the quickest. And I think uh, we got Klazanak went past him quite easily on a number of occasions. Uh, so we did identify the weakness. They've got Daniels on one side who replaced the injured Smith. Smith is a very good left back and he was missing on Sunday. Daniels loves to bomb forward, but he's not so good defensively, a bit like a Kalazanak himself. And I think Francis struggles with pace. We saw when we beat them 3-0 at the Emirates last year, their fullbacks are not the greatest defensively, and we exposed them in wide areas in that game. So I think there was a clear game plan there to sort of like get our wing-backs high up uh, behind their um, full-backs uh, and also sort of like make sure that uh, Brooks and Fraser weren't able to sort of... Uh, do their stuff in wide areas and that was a key battle area of the game I do think that um, the one thing he needs to stamp out as Lee said I think we are still vulnerable to the counter-attack just not because it was the last minute of the first half not just that I mean we are generally vulnerable to the counter-attack and I think this needs uh, a better shape I think that those centre midfielders who are quite solid in shape at the start of the game then as the game progresses start uh, going forward, more still need to be disciplined. And I think that uh, I look at Wolverhampton Wanderers. I know they lost to Huddersfield yesterday, but when they played us, they had, uh, they played a, a, a 3 4 3. And th- those wing backs uh, dropped back into a four out of possession, defending a, 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 when they were ahead. The, um, the, sorry, the wide forwards dropped back into a four and the wing backs dropped back into a five. So they were sort of like, a really solid out of possession. And I think this is what we've got, we got to start doing more. When we get the lead, we've got to make it harder for teams to actually get back on level terms. Yeah. You know, they've got to work for their goals, you know, and uh, you are quite rightly, I must be frustrating for Aubameyang when he's at, um, sort of tightly marked in games to watch the space that his counterparts on uh, the opposition are getting uh, in around our defenders. Yeah. He must think, oh, I'd love to play against those Arsenal centre-backs today. But so this is one area of the team that Emory's still got to address. But I think that he's give him credit, he came up with a new system on Sunday. Uh uh, three at the back. We were more solid generally, and we got better again in the second half. So I think that we are still a work in progress. And he I think he's gonna need a few transfer windows. I do agree with Lee. I do think we laugh at him. The areas I like to see us strengthen, Craig, are left 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 back. Monreal's come into the end now. Obviously, we have to say that. And Kalazak is all right as a wing back. But if he's gonna, he's not, he doesn't suit the Emery system. If Emery's gonna play four, two, three, one, Kalazanak can't be a left back. I do think we need a commanding centre back like a Maguire or a Van Dyke, someone who's commanding, who takes control, who's able to head out when we're under pressure. And I have to say, Bournemouth are really good from aerial uh, plays, from aerial set pieces. But we did defend them quite well on Sunday, even for all that. But I do think we lack an imposing centre-half. So I think that centre-half, left-back, and maybe a wide, a winger are the three areas of the team that he's going to need to strengthen. But I think it's going to be a gradual process. And he's working with what he's got. I think there's a lot to admire what he's done already, I think.
0: Uh, Yeah, I I agree with you. I don't think think on January he's going to, going to really address this I, I really don't we were talking about this yesterday but the one thing that is, is refreshing for me right and, and from a coach's point of view or whatever you want to say is that, that that nick pochettino and his coaching staff will come come together tomorrow and go right or whenever they'll be Thursday because they've got their <laughs> european game first right this is how we're going to play spurs how we're going to play arsenal and the last f- four four years They've got out the same manual every time. This is how they play. This is how they play. This is how they play. And this is how we go. All of a sudden.
1: Great point, mate.
0: Yeah. Is, they're gonna look gonna have their meeting and go, well, what do you reckon they're Well, I don't know. They could play a back three, couldn't they? They could play a four. They could leave out. Are they gonna play Lecker's there Are they gonna play a bank with All of a sudden, coaches now are guessing what Arsenal are gonna do, which is a fantastic thing. Every every manager goes out there over the last three years. That's how Arsenal set up. That's how they play. They're never going to change it. Yeah. This is how and, you beat them. And this yeah. is how you beat them.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Now all of yeah. a sudden, uh, now all of a sudden, a coach is going up to Well, they could could play that. And I say this now, right? I say this now, that two o'clock, uh, sorry, up past 12 yesterday, their coach has come in and uh, Eddie and gone, We've been playing all week. that We're going to be playing a back four. We're going to get Kolasinac. We're going to go all that way down at gonna going We've worked out all these systems that get to expose him. And they're playing three at the back. We've had to rip everything up and start again. At, at an hour before kick-off. And that is something that you want. Last season, he knew exactly what, we, what, what system we was going to be playing and would have worked on it. All of a sudden, you've got managers now going getting a little bit of a brain freeze because they don't know what they're going to get with Arsenal. And we don't know what we're going to get, as we, we've already spoke about it. I'm going to put put um put some money on it now that Mesut Ozil will play on 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 Sunday. Yeah,
2: he'll he'll play. But, uh, I I think the thing is Well you we can't play guarantee top it man.
0: Graham can
2: you? No, no no you can't. But I, I think that you, you make some good points there. But the one thing I think we saw on uh, Saturday from Pochettino is he identified Uh, Chelsea's uh, strength and he nullified it. Uh, Jorginho has been their past master and he had, they were pressing uh, Chelsea centrally and Tottenham are what I see a, a center midfield pressing team. Everyone says that they press from the front. They're, they're pressing, really. They do press. Kane does press, but their main strength of their press is in that uh, uh, middle third of the pitch, midfield. And they're going to target Torreira and Jacka. Uh, make no mistake about it. Whether Arsenal play, whether we play a 4-2-3-1, a 3-4-2-1, a 3-4-3, a 3-5-2... They will look at Torreira and Jacka. Jacka, the one who builds the play up, they will be looking to press him and they'll be looking to press Torreira. Now, I looked uh, at what we did last year against Tottenham when we played at the Emirates. We beat them 2-0 at the Emirates last year. And I, I absolutely loved that day uh, because we were so up for that match, the atmosphere that day. We fucking bullied them all over the pitch. It's oh. the language.
1: Jerry, that's the first Uh, time I've ever heard you
2: swear, (laughs) Graham. Jerry, mate. Yeah. We bullied them all over the pitch, didn't we? So that's what Spurs does to you, isn't it? So uh, we bullied them all over the pitch, but we played a 3-4-3 that day. Uh, Wenger had three at the back. He had uh, Mustafi, Kashani, and Monreal at the back, and he played... Ramsey and Jacker and midfield with Bellerin and at the wing backs. Then he had Ozil on the right. He had Sanchez on the left and he had Lacazette down the middle. And what we did really well that day, we recognised that they want to play, they want to engage and they want to press us in the middle of the park. And we were brilliant that day. What Wenger had us doing, he had us pinging long diagonal balls out to the wingbacks, bypassing their midfield, literally playing over the top of their midfield and getting straight at Davis on the left-hand side. And I think if uh, Emery was to look at the video of last season against Tottenham. He would at home. He would notice that we not only physically bullied them. Ramsey was incredibly disciplined in the centre mid that day, but we we surprised them with our tactics and we were going with long diagonals out to our getting the ball out to our wingers. And Ozil was brilliant that day. He was man of the match. So that's the one reason why I think he should play on Saturday. Actually, big player for a big game, but we don't. They make no mistake. They will look at Terre and Jacker uh, as as the the players they want to. Uh, they'll see us uh, uh, J- Jacka and uh, Torreira as our Jorginho and, and you can see Ali uh, and uh, Dyer and Sissoko and Ericsson trying to press into that centre-mid area. I want to see us go right, take them right of the game, go longer and have them running back to support their full-backs uh, and, and if we can do that like we did last year, we might be on something and I hope that we do that on Sunday.
0: It'd be very interesting to see what happens because, uh, you know, where, because if Lacazette comes back, Craig, where are we are going to where we're gonna well, put Well I think him I think
2: in. I think he's I think he's gonna be fit, isn't he? I mean for me, if, if he's not fit, a Wobi plays on the left and uh, uh Lacazette uh sorry, a Bamian down the middle, and I will bring an Ozil on the right hand side. It can be either be a 3-4-3 or a 3-4-1-2. I think Ozil has to play in this game, uh, because uh, at home, uh, we, and you can't say if we're gonna use the physical the argument he can't play at home against physical teams. I mean uh, why did we invest 350 grand in him? You know, so uh, I think he has to play in this game. He, he was brilliant last year in this fixture. But I, I think that's something to think about. You know, we look at Tottenham, Tottenham be looking at us, looking at our weaknesses. Maybe they think that we we don't like being pressed in centre mid. Let's just take their midfielders out of the game, go longer.
1: Going back to uh, yesterday's game, um, I just want to talk about the ratings. Um, that I've seen on the internet and I just want to see if you boys kind of agree with them. I've seen some quite weird ones actually. Uh, get your questions in, in the chat. Um, if you've got a question for Graham and Lee, get them in now when we've finished uh, having a look at these player ratings. Um, we'll get through them. So, um, Bernard Leno Lee, uh, this website uh, Football London.
2: Um, I think you should. Craig, you're, you're the goalkeeper, mate. What did you think of that? I thought
1: you had a great game. Um, I would have given him at least a, I would have given them a seven eight. or an eight.
0: Yeah. Well, he was really good but at, just before really good we start,
1: just, just before yeah. we start, um, the football London website, I'm using for the, um, for the, for the ratings, of course, all different websites are different, but I like this website football London. Um, so really? if anyone's watching from football London, a lovely website, thanks very much for it. Um, I always do a little bit of reading on there now football London have only given him a six um i would have at least given him a seven or right. eight no, no, a six yeah
2: yeah no he was good yesterday
1: yeah i thought he was i thought much better than a six anyway what about you lee a Eight. yeah i would have given him an eight, eight. so yeah I, so,
2: so. I i think the thing is towards that end of the game they were ramping up the pressure a bit and he yeah. made a a couple no one, i don't think a
1: lot of the people a lot of people realize how what, what a good save that was there from that you know when that corner came across and it kind yeah. of skewed off whose head was it, it skewed off was it Mustafi's head or someone? Um, that was going in. Um, um, and that was a hell of a save, I tell
0: you. No, I'm, I'm shocked by that. Only six, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't have argued if it was a seven, but for me, personally, I would have given him an eight.
1: Mustafi, six. Is seven. that me? Have given anyone, anyone can come in on it. Well, ground, yeah? I, I, Mustafi, I thought, a six. Uh, Should have made, made life far, uh, far tougher for Callum Wilson during the break. That led to Bournemouth
2: equaliser. Yeah. No. I, well, I, I think that the only thing, I thought he was quite solid, actually. Yeah. Uh, and he, was playing, he was playing on the right-hand side of the three. Um, and I think that he was the victim of the, the team being out of shape. He was dragged right across to the uh, right-hand side, wasn't he? I, I seem to remember. Um, uh, or was he in the middle? I, I thought he was got dragged out. Maybe Lee can remember. But I, I thought the only thing he did wrong in that game was obviously give away that that clumsy challenge right at the end when he just sort of like didn't need to dive in. That the uh, the forward was obviously looking for contact to go down, and then they got that free kick in the in the D, didn't they? Right at the end when Lee was sort of like turning the other way in the stand, probably. But apart yeah. from that, I thought <laughs> I have to say I thought he had a you know you know I'm I'm i Mustafi's biggest critic you know to yeah, be honest. Yeah, so I, I, I. I, I
0: didn't think and, he was and, that but, bad
1: yesterday.
2: I thought he was okay. I, yeah. I would have given him a seven. Yeah, honestly okay. the
1: Socrates uh, used in the centre of a back three and was caused plenty of problems by Callum Wilson, but stuck to his job well. Showed good strength during an intriguing battle. They've given Socrates a seven.
2: Judge? I thought,
0: uh, go on. Hey. I, I think seven, 7.5, eight, balling on eight. If I'd be honest, I thought he was, a couple of times he got wrong, so I got a little bit too tight on a couple of occasions. But let's just be honest. Callum Wilson's been an handful all season.
1: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. International yeah. call yeah.
0: Up, you know scored I mean? on got his an, debut, yeah. Got an England international cap on the on the back of that, and uh, I didn't think he'd done. I thought King was the one that was more dangerous out of the out of the, the three of them. If I be honest, and I, I thought Callum. Uh, Wilson worked hard and all that but I think uh, all in all Socrates had the better of him so I thought Socrates was an eight oh, if I'll be
2: honest I thought we'd done okay well, I, I thought Callum Wilson kept coming out onto uh, the right hand side to to build the play up you know and uh, Mustafi was engaging with him a lot uh, the thing I like about Socrates he loves bloody defending doesn't he yeah, it looks yeah he does yeah. He's, he's, he's a proper defender you know and I think he's our best defender I just when he had that tussle he got booked for it did he get booked for that tussle yeah
0: Right. I, I love
2: that. I love I love seeing that. He just didn't want. To, he just weren't giving an inch, was he? And, right. and uh, he's not. He's. You could argue that our the soft belly of our def, uh, defense. Uh, he's everything against that, isn't he? He is hard, uncompromising. He, he challenges for everything. He's competitive and and he's physically strong. And uh, I just think he he's a he's a proper defender. He loves defending. And and I th- I think that he you know. Uh he's come back into the side now and I think he deserves to be in the side. I I thought he had an excellent game. I I I don't know why the ratings for him were not higher, yeah. to be honest.
1: Okay. So what would you have given him game eight?
2: Uh it, it's 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 hard to judge it. And I, I would have given Leno seven, Mustafi seven. I think Socrates was our best defender. I I'd probably give him an eight, yeah.
1: Yeah. Rob holding. Didn't look comfortable on the right hand side of a back three.
2: Left hand side, man. Uh, Left hand side. Left hand side.
1: Or, or is that who I'm reading?
2: I'm sorry, I
0: was
1: thought, thought I was reading about the wrong player. No, it says right hand side, but anyway, no, mistake. left hand mistake. side. Okay, don't look hard, didn't, didn't look comfortable on the left hand side uh, of the back three, and wasn't and was not helped at times by Klosnyak, who didn't offer him much protection. A six for Rob Holden.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm I, 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 I do not agree with that analysis. That, that you know that uh, didn't help him out because was going forward all the time. So. Um, I don't
2: agree with that, but um, no, I, I think these, these experts need to bloody understand the game, don't they? Yeah, uh, but I, I think, think day, Rob
0: Olding had a great game. I'll be I honest. I mean,
2: Klaassen is a wing back. Klaassen plays high up the pitch. He does cut. He does come back, but. But essentially, the person who should be helping out when when is going forward, you need Jack at the drop across and that. Yes, that's, exactly, that's like, yeah.
0: exactly. So he's so not. He's got uh, and,
2: and, and I take I, I take Lee's I take Lee's point. Uh, Lee's point's a good one. Holding got he gets wrong side a lot, and he, every now and then there's that little bit of inexperienced defensively. Yeah. And that's not I think he's true. in the slot. You got to remember, Lee, 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 When you when you when you're playing three at the back, you want players comfortable on the ball to bring the ball out. And that that's is what, what he's this is. That's what he's there for.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. Yes, he is. But you're also there to defend.
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah.
0: But, but I will say that he's comfortable on the ball. His pass is very good. Got a very, very good first touch. I'll tell you what, it was a yeah. couple of times in the second half. He's got a little jink and a little little trick to him as well, like when he was coming yeah. down. at that, uh, Keeps possession very, very well. I didn't think it was one of his better games, if I'll be honest. He got, um, got caught out a few times. Six out of ten is a fair, fair assessment for me.
1: Oh, I like Rob Holden, and I think he's going to be a bloody good defender. Yeah, um, no I, I like him, and I, I, especially for what, what you and Graham said. You know what you and Graham touched on there—that he's so comfortable with the ball at his feet. Um, it's great to see a centre half like that under um, pressure at times as yeah,
0: well. Yeah, yeah, willing to take the ball on—he's not, yeah. he doesn't shy from it. Yes, I mean, he, yeah, like, he's still young. He's perfect. Um,
2: he's perfect in a three. Perfect yeah. in a three, I have to say.
0: You know, he's still relatively young. Um, yeah, yeah, I've got no problems with him now, no?
1: yeah. uh, I, 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 you know Yeah. I'm not criticising the lad. Uh, yeah, six was probably about right. But um, look, he's had a bad... Uh, probably not one of his best games yesterday. But who knows what he'll do in the, in the future, you know? Um, Hector Bellerin. Could have done better at times. Having got into some good crossing positions, always looked a fret, but his end product was disappointing. Six.
2: Lee?
0: <laughs> I, I, I I didn't think, uh, I thought Hector done all right yesterday, I think, I'll be honest. I, listen, it is a problem with his crossing at times, his last, his final ball. But I thought we got into some good positions yesterday, worked really hard. Seven out of ten for me. I, I
2: think, uh, I look upon it, um, first of all, I think the back three were instrumental defensively in our victory. And I think the wing backs were the key to us um, offensively uh being good going forward. So uh, I, I thought both wing backs were good yesterday. Kalazanak was my man of the match. But I thought Bellerin had a really good game. Uh, let's 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 put this perspective right Bellerin this season has had nine assists. That's the first point. I know we're talking about this game. Uh but he he, he I think in the previous games he's combined really well with Mikatarian. And we have to say that on the day Mikatarian's had great chances to put bettering in really good positions and the pass was just always that little bit short yeah, or too yeah, sure. yeah so normally that's a good combination for us but i thought because Mkhitaryan was so off his game yesterday bettering wasn't able to combine with him but he's still and he has been getting these really good cutbacks in this season and that low cutback is working for us and i think man city uh, they they do that cutback as well as well better than anyone but we've started to look to him, uh, put it into our game as well uh, I thought Bellerin was really good yesterday. The other thing you have to say is uh, he, uh, the fact that he was forward a lot uh, occupied Fraser a lot. Now, you, sometimes you look at what people do on the ball uh, and you judge them, but you also have to uh, judge them by what it does to the opposition. The fact that he was... Uh, I thought he won that battle with Fraser yesterday uh, on that side. And Fraser... I, I've watched Bournemouth a lot this season. Fraser's been their key man, scoring goals, creating chances. And he did, Fraser didn't score yesterday, didn't assist. Uh, and I thought that um, Bellerin, the fact that Bellerin was uh, so getting forward really well yesterday, occupied Fraser. Uh, and, and meant that Fraser was less, less of a threat for most of the game, although he did get more productive towards the end of the game when he switched sides when Brooks went off. But um, I thought overall, Bellerin yesterday was worth a seven.
1: Uh, I'm going to fire through these now uh, because we're running out of time. I want to get some questions in. They gave Ced uh, Klosniak a seven. Ced Klosniak seven. You were giving him a no,
2: eight. I, I, I'm going to give him a nine. Man of the match for me. Okay. He, he, created, he He was superb. That is. There's such a disparity between him offensively. That's that's why we bought him for the, to play in this system. And going forward, he's powerful. Surging runs. He was very physical. He cr- created both goals. Uh, outstanding performance. He kept performance. going. To the end, Graham, kept going. He kept going. Nine Kept going. Nine, nine, nine for me. Man of the match. Yeah. Man of the match, Craig. Yeah.
1: Okay. Lucas Um uh, Another fine performance from the Uruguayan, who was already on his way to becoming Arsenal's best player of the season. Unlucky not to score with his first effort. that hit the post. An eight.
0: Seven.
2: Yeah, I, I would have given him an eight. The only reason I'm marking him down to a seven is that basically... I want to see our DM in a uh, out of possession playing DM I don't want him uh, in their penalty box and that's what led ultimately I'm not blaming him entirely for the goal but but I want I don't want to see our DM running on beyond our wing backs uh, or our wide forwards uh, and uh, to me I don't want to see him in the penalty box and I I hold him partly responsible for that goal but you are right he's fast becoming an Arsenal uh, you know one of our best players and he is it was for all that a brilliant performance yesterday I feel but really assured when he's in that middle of the park and he's, he, he's, he's, he's sort of like tackling, he's intercepting, reads the game so well. Uh, and I think he had a good performance yesterday. Just a shame about the fact that he got a touch of vengaritis, didn't he? In that, uh, It turned up in their penalty box. And I'm I screaming at the TV to my son you know, about sort of Torreira's in their penalty box, you know, and then uh, four passes later they've scored.
1: Granny Jacker. Always look to get the ball and get Arsenal moving forward. Flew sloppy errors, a few sloppy errors were in possession, but a solid display. Seven,
0: solid. I'm with you on yeah, that. I'm uh, with him on that, seven out of ten. I thought we yeah, done I, okay, uh,
2: Shaka. Yeah, I wouldn't That's disagree fair. with that. Uh, pass passing numbers slightly down than what he normally does, but uh, and you should say a few loose passes, but overall led the team so was well re- as
1: well, Graham. I thought. Yeah, this. he was.
2: He, yeah, he was. Yeah, I thought he was yeah. okay. Seven.
1: Alex Soobi sliced the chart. Great chance wide in the first half. Terrorist shot had hit the post and had lost possession crucially just before half-time, which started Bournemouth's break for the equaliser. Made a men somewhat with a fabulous ball to Klosniak in the build-up to Aubameyang's goal. A six. I, I, I,
2: don't, I don't blame him for the, for the goal. No. It, he was, it was an offensive action. He's trying to do something in the box to create a goal. I blame the rest of the side for that. Uh, I don't blame him for that at all. Uh, I thought that he had... Uh, a mixed game. Uh, uh some good things, some bad things. Um, worked hard. Uh but you have to say he played a key a key pass th- uh, that led to the assist. So for that alone he has to get a seven.
0: Aang six
1: for me. Fed on scraps for most for the majority of the first half. Had one good opportunity that he had to score that, lads. That one at the back poster. Mm. I know you going oh. to get to, I don't know you got to saw it once, Lee, but Christ almighty you've got to be putting them away. He should have tucked that away um
0: that was was a bad miss In my opinion, he been, had a great game if i'll be honest if he was very isolated though wasn't uh, he He was isolated yeah but, uh, good for yeah he, with, you know, seven for me he, he probably, only had yeah. uh 33,
2: 33 touches made 25 passes uh and uh i've got that written down here uh yeah. 33 touches 20 25 passes overall influence on the game was very limited but he still came up with the winning goal didn't he the
1: thing what i like about abameyang is that he's always awake
2: even yeah
1: he's he, alive he is you alive. know yeah, yeah. yeah. That, even if he's not in the game he's always awake and like that, he had to that, be for that ball there you know for, and for that the,
2: on, the, the only problem the only problem in lee you pilot the other thing. he doesn't hold the ball up does it nah, when does he comes up, up that's his poor, weakness but but i mean he do you see that in the he first saw... half
0: when the ball when when the yeah. ball went that down he didn't even know where it was he was looking around didn't even yeah you know, yeah yeah no awareness of it that's yeah. something he's got to um, yeah. pick up on his game but when it comes to finishing and and I, I like the way he runs uh, away from players he's got a tremendous pace power pace I call it uh, but one one of his better games but he's a match winner Craig yes and, absolutely and a lot to it yeah Craig, and I learned, Craig. yeah.
2: Eight, yep. eight league goals now. Leading goal scorer, Aguero in the Prem. Eight, yep. eight goals.
1: Absolutely,
2: mate. I've got, I've got twenty quid, with a Tottenham fan who gets more goals out of Kane and the uh, So, mm. I, you know, I just let him know the score on the the weekend. there. Eight, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. eight, uh, eight. And did you see Kane shoot over the bar from six yards against Chelsea? No. Nah. I,
1: did. I didn't
0: see that. No, no. Yeah. I didn't watch the game. Thank God. <laughs> uh Mkhitaryan. oh, Mkhitaryan. oh. Um, got himself on, onto the
1: ball in some good to, got himself onto the ball in some good positions but his end product was frustratingly poor wasted excellent opportunities to play a teammate to play in teammates and missed a golden chance to make it free one poor of three
2: that's a bit harsh I'll, I'll give him i'll give him a five right,
0: uh, too kind, he,
2: too kind. uh I, i'm going i'm gonna do a tie Ty always gives everyone five, doesn't he? In the ratings on AFTV. I'll give him four, a five. I mean three. four for me. Uh, 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 he was poor. Five. He was he was, he was poor, but I think three's, four, three four is
1: massively harsh. Too yeah. much. Three is three
2: massively
0: hard.
2: He had he had seven Forget shots, him. only one on target. We're in the right. He lost, kit. he lost the ball nine times. Passing and touch was awful. Okay, four. Four, four yeah. Okay. Well yeah I'll right. say four. five. Yeah. Four. I'll
0: go I'll, I'll go
1: five. <laughs> You're out voted. Four.
0: All right, sorry.
1: Okay, so let's move on to some questions um, from you in the chat. Thank you very much for staying with us. Um, 230 live viewers at the moment, which is pretty mental, to be honest. Um, Thanks for staying with us. Um, And thanks for putting some questions in the comment box before we go on. Thank you again to Nigel who is uh, moderating our chat this Cheers evening Nigel. and Nigel uh, moderates it when he can. He keeps it nice and friendly uh, and that's what we want um, in the chat. You know, we've got a good guy. i actually very proud of you all in the chat um, for the community that we've got here in the live chat box because let me tell you, I go into some chat boxes sometimes <laughs> watching live videos and um, they're absolutely awful. Um, so your credit, your credit to yourselves. Thanks very much um, for keeping it all good in the chat. Karen says I know you've already spoken about it but on a scale of one to ten what were your nerves like when Mustafa gave that free kick away in a dying second?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I wasn't the only one that, that weren't watching I'll tell you what, yeah. yeah, I, I walked mean, out of the room actually it was, it was very very nerve-wracking yeah. like, you know what I mean it, it, it was it was when that ball went over over the top you know we, uh, did
2: you see Leno Leno punched the air, didn't he when yeah. it went over the top as well yeah
0: no, it it was was I, to, I walked out of the
1: room. Yeah, I couldn't. They weren't very good. No, no. Oh, what?
2: I, it, what? It, it, I think Lee called it earlier. Actually, Karen, right? That you, you, what goes through your mind is, I thought they were going to score from that, and I yeah, thought this oh, is two. Yes, this too this is I'll this is it. two points I think given up.
0: The crowd cheering and all that. Yeah, light, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, It is weird what it does for your light. You know what I mean? There are some positive people in that, in that stand that going, this is going over the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There is, there are, they're out there. They're out if, we,
1: there. If, if, if we supported another team, we might have been saying, yeah, it's going over the bar. Um, but no, we're Arsenal fans. Um, this one comes in from Lee, uh, Lee Farrell, whose brother, incidentally. Congratulations to your brother, Lee. Um, I was talking to you last week on Twitter. Lee's brother has just played for the Republic of Ireland. Um, oh, congratulations! At, at, at youth level, well um, done, well he plays. Done. Well done. He, he, he plays his game. He plays his football for Shelbourne, which is an Irish, uh, an Irish uh, senior team yeah, in I've Dublin. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Lee, uh, pass your congratulations on to our brother. Is that near you, Craig? No, no, he's about three hours up the road. Okay,
2: um,
1: but yeah, I, uh, Lee put a picture up the other day of his like, of, uh, of the team, the, the Ireland team. And he said that he was proud of his brother and stuff, you know. So, I was just I was sort of kind of engaged with it, you know. Who did your brother play for, that, that, and the other. So, yeah, he played for Ireland. So, um, that's great. He's just been signed as well um, by Shelbourne. Again, like I say, it was a, a, they're a pro team here. Lee says, so far from what you have seen in the Premier League, who is the better goalkeeper? Leno, Allison, or Kepa? For me, it's Leno. But what about you, lads? I
0: haven't uh, seen too much of the other goalkeepers, to be fair. All I'm going to say is, pound for pound, then it's Leno. You know, when the other two are £70 million. I, I don't see a yeah. f- £50 million difference in I have in, to in agree the there, careers. mate.
1: I do, you know, being a goalkeeper myself, I do keep a close eye on goalkeepers if I'm watching match today,
2: goals on Sunday, whatever. Um, I haven't seen anything from Alisson that's sort of like um, made me think that he's cut above any of the other two. I have,
1: I have actually. uh, The goal he conceded conceded away.
2: At Leicester. Leicester. No,
1: no, no. They were playing in the Champions League against... uh, PSG? No. um, Napoli. Red Star, wasn't it? Red
2: Star. Red Star. Yeah.
1: You know, fellas hit a shot from, what, 25, 30 yards? It was so saveable. So saveable. And how he hasn't saved it. I, I watched the replay about three or four times thinking to myself, how has he not saved that?
0: And also the one from Harry Kane this week as well. Yes, yeah, so that... that was awful goalkeeping. Yeah, I'd be yeah. very disappointed if Leno done something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, but oh, look, look, all goalkeepers make mistakes. We all know that.
1: Absolutely. The the other question, day having a go, I was here the other day having a go at Leno yeah. for the goal we conceded against Liverpool, you know. So...
2: In answer to your question, it's very early to say, isn't it? But I have to say, Leno's in goal for Arsenal. Alisson's in goal for Liverpool. Uh, uh, and, you know, I think that Liverpool got a much solider defence than what we've got. Uh, and he hasn't sort of like... He, uh, Leno's had to... I think... The, the, the part, the, the, Yeah, I, I think that... Yeah, but he's game, earned again, it. He's yeah, earned the, it. Alisson the, hasn't. No. And the game, the, no, the and game, game against Wolves... We were game, yeah. The, the, the game against Wolves, so we have to judge it on who's had the best performance so far this season in an individual performance Leno. in a game.
1: Well, save Leno- the se- i tell you what you say for the season so far, yeah. and it is Leno from Troy. Was it Troy Deeney?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, had- down to his left. That was yeah, such
1: yeah. a good save. It's, it's
0: most a fantastic yeah, save. Yeah, yeah. I've been very, very impressed with him. I've got to say that. I've, uh, you know, and uh, he's um, he's he, he seems to hold himself in good esteem. He seems to be you know uh, a, a nice enough do you know what i like about him he's not he's a, he's not like Chesney. i know like that Chesney was a little bit flashy if you don't not not not, not but a little bit a little bit cocky. arrogant yeah this this kid seems to have it all under wraps and um i'm quite i'm
2: quite liking the fella if i'll be honest what 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 do you think petr Check's thinking at the moment
0: well i think Check knows he's coming to the yeah. end of his time i think that you know uh he's going to get his games and he Check, he's still going to get uh Cup games and, and everything like that, and you know, I, I think when you get to a certain age, you are going to be a backup goalkeeper. And if you are going to be a backup keeper, why not Arsenal? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't you think, know. think I don't think Petr Cech, um I don't think I don't think check has got nothing. Um,
1: Czech's done nothing wrong, by the way. She's yeah, done, well, yeah, really he's got only injured.
0: got injured. Yeah, that's all.
1: That's all. That's all. I don't think Czech's got. Any, I, I wouldn't Cech, this game. Yeah, I wouldn't think Czech's got you know any problem with what's happening. Um, that's just the way it goes, isn't it? I'm afraid. Yeah. Uh, da, da, da. This one comes in from Luke Howard and I like this one. It's a good question, this. Um, he says, this may be a little bit early to say, but do you guys think in a couple of years Arsenal will be able to topple Manchester City like we did with Liverpool? Like we did with Liverpool in 89 and like we did with Manchester United in 98?
2: No. No, I think I think that you have to remember that um, the Liverpool side... The late '80s was coming to the end of that that great team uh, uh, under Dalgalish, uh was coming to the end. Uh, I still had Barnes, still have Aldridge, still a great side, of course. But um, this Man City team is getting stronger, and plus the fact it's going to be hard. Is what we're competing to, against here is a team who've got the finances of of Abu Dhabi, aren't we? Uh, they've got yeah. fifty million pound players on the bench. They they've spent. He can buy a goalkeeper for 30, 40, 50 million. and if you don't like him in a year, he changes him for another goalkeeper fifty million, and uh, he's he's got players. He had a really good team uh, squad when he joined with the Silva, and Aguero, and company, but and De Bruyne. But he's added uh, players of obscene quality, uh, and, and he's got he's got the financial backing. So I, I I think that Man City, until Pep goes, I think they're going to be well, hard to chase even down. Even if
0: they don't it. go, Graham, they're still they're on a different level to us now. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, we, we, we talk about Arsenal we just, oh, what do we need? Two fullbacks. Well, well, Man City need two, football, two fullbacks. They so wouldn't have spent a hundred million. Yeah. We can't. Full- yeah. We that's
1: can't
0: that's that. the thing. Yeah. And, and, and we had, I had a conversation with my mate today, who, who, who's a Spurs fan funny enough, but he was saying like, you know, well, they've got a couple of players that are coming to their, to their end. They're in their thirties, you know, Aguero's 29. and. um uh Fernandinho's 32 and all that so i said yeah that you know in a couple of years time they're going by in a and they're going by somebody else and they've got the funds to do that they're not worried about um developing players you know and uh I,
2: I, I even,
0: think if, even if they do say if yeah. we develop say somebody like uh maitland Niles becomes a top top player yeah. or or somebody of that ilk then manager city will come in there and and, and take yeah. them away they've got the clout We've to got, do that
2: yeah we've got good young players coming through we have to remember we that reese nelson smith Rowe, maitland niles we've got some really good South young manchester talent coming man city of course yeah, yeah you know, um yeah, that's
1: so. but interestingly enough lee um one of their one of their good players was uh they are coming through was it sancho at manchester city the fellow who went to bundesliga yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah
1: yeah and he actually he actually you know quite impressed with the lad and he, he gets a lot of respect from me for it he said no i'm not staying here i want to go and play and and yeah. and, and yeah, went I'm to the not,
0: Bundesliga. He's not unknown. No, no It's fantastic, and yeah. you know, it'll probably come back to England, and, and hopefully, like you know, we'd, we'd be interested in. And, what,
1: and, and the bets paid. The 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 it's paid off because he's just made his full England international. Yeah. Season, yeah.
0: What, what, we've got, rich Nelson, who's as who they say is as good as him. Yeah, but um, what that that, that won't bother Man City. It won't bother Man City. Yeah, I, I suppose mean, like, not. The, yeah, you yeah know, very the, true. At the end of the I, end I of think... the day, they they could go out yeah. in the next season and say right yeah. like, we'll have harry kane yeah you know what I, I, mean? think, I think
2: i think just going back to the question uh guys I, I think the first thing is we have to recognize that uh to challenge for man city first of all the next challenge is to get back in the top four isn't it i mean man city we're getting ahead of ourselves man city are going to win the league again this year in my opinion probably win it by over 10 points Right? Yeah, so and, and,
0: I, and graham that's a fantastic point they're going to win it yeah. i think they're going to win it by 10 points and liverpool yeah.
2: spend, <laughs> is, like, is that uh, fa- is that a fans bet spe- special
0: is yeah, it? yeah fans <laughs> <are> 150 100, <laughs> 170 million you know what i mean get it on fans yeah. bet. man city so going to win it for the next three years but like, yeah, what, what so, i'm saying is that they've spent liverpool spent a lot of money and they're still not going to win it you know what i mean like no, you know yeah. because they you know The the, the thing is, someone said a great point this yesterday and it it, it was on the, I think it was on the right. Chelsea are a mid-table team if Hazard gets injured, right? Mm. Tottenham would not be the same side if Harry Kane gets taken out for a year, right? Mm. Arsenal wouldn't, wouldn't be the same, blah, blah, blah. Manchester City... We'll go and lose someone like Aguero. We'll go and replace him with Harry Kane. They're going to replace him with someone. The other teams cannot do that. Well, they've proved it
2: this year because they've they've lost Kevin De Bruyne and he hasn't even been missed, has he? So uh, that proves it. I think that. I think the thing is. I think the thing is, mate, Lee, is, is is basically let's get, let's see it as a gradual process, which Emery talks about. First of all, getting back into the top four. That's the first thing. Then we've got to be challenging getting better than the likes of Tottenham, Chelsea, and then challenging Liverpool. Uh, I think uh, ultimately uh, what I want to see is not so much are we going to, overtake man city i just want to see us competing for a league title eventually yeah. competing what i mean by competing is actually not like happened a few years ago and put yeah.
0: their money in a ferrari or something like that yeah. you know what i mean hopefully that'll happen
2: if we're competing for the league title in five years at least just competing uh, i think Emery's done a fantastic job and that's what i'd like to see but i think we have to recognize that man city have got the financial power the best coach in the world uh, they got fifty million pound players on the bench. They could just go out and strengthen whenever they like. Yeah, exactly. And I think you're up against an animal here that that basically we've never seen in the Premier League no. before. I think. I mean, with Bramovich, even he makes a Bramovich look small for. I don't He shakes at Madeline. He certainly does. Yeah. Yeah. He certainly
1: does. Um, that will bring us to the end of uh, the podcast. We've been going for ninety minutes again. Love it. Ninety minutes again. You, you
2: put the card up, so we're all we will all dash up field for the last couple of minutes and we'll <laughs> see <laughs> That's the Yeah, moment. all
0: dash up field. Um, yeah. <laughs> big week this week, though. Just want to say that big week. Uh, uh, interested to see what um what team is going to pick in the, on in the Ukraine. Going to be very. very I I, about that.
1: I hope to see a lot of youngsters on oh, Thursday. It's it. an I absolutely look, People can
0: loaded with them.
1: It's an absolute nothing game. Um, load them up, yeah. Load them up. Um, put Martinez in goal. Nikita. Um smith mate, the Yeah, mate, yeah, just load Shepra. it up. Yeah, bring bring in smith Rowe. Um
0: uh, who was the young who Kishelny? was the young, Black, Yeah, Kishel,
1: yeah, look, that's yeah. a good shout. Yeah. yeah. Um the young lad that made his uh made his debut there in the cup centre back against Blackpool.
2: Don't ask um, me to pronounce his name. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Don't ask me <laughs> either. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Honestly, the, the Greek sh- lad, the Greek
1: yeah. lad, Maver, Pava. He's still injured. He's, uh, he's oh, still is he injured. injured? Is he? Yeah. Oh, sorry.
2: Steiner.
1: Uh, yeah, Steiner. But just load it up Duzzi, and, yeah, let's, let's see what they can do. You know, yeah. let's see what we let's see what we've got on our hands. Yeah. Um. Everything has got. Everyone's got to be rested for Saturday. Uh, yeah, Sunday. 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 Everyone. <laughs> Biggest game of the year so far uh, against the unwashed. From down the road. Um, we will be previewing that on Thursday night um at half past nine. I think the Arsenal game's on at six o'clock, isn't it? Yeah, so I think o'clock I've o'clock dodged o'clock. it yeah yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll be review uh, previewing that game Mealy and uh, Turkish um oh, will be chatting about that. Uh, on Thursday at half past nine. So please do come and see us. Drop along again. Thank you for the 250 live viewers. Yeah, um, thank you very
0: much, guys. Yeah,
1: that, that have stayed with us. Um, I just want to give a Missing shout Monday out Night to Tur- Football, yeah. Monday Night Football, there. Missing Monday Night Football? Why would you just want give to be a watching shout out-
2: that? Craig, just give a shout out to Turkish. He's uh, got a show on AFTV, Supporters Club. I know me and Lee enjoyed our experience with him. Yeah. I think he's a, re- he's a really good host, actually, in that show. He's very he? good. Really good. I like host. Turkish a lot. Good lad very good, lad. Like,
0: you t- know what? T- well, very, very uh, uh, likeable. He very,
1: he really is. There's just no shit about him. No, he's he's just really, like... Every, he, time, he is,
0: every time you see him at a game, he's always comes up and says hello. Yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. no airs and graces apart from on his chin. But he's just yeah. one of those guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a top, no, he top, is. top, is very top nice. guy. Very, very nice guy. Nice. Um,
1: sorry about last week. We should have been previewing the Bournemouth game, but unfortunately, I had something that I had to attend um unfortunately a friend of mine um had someone pass away and i had to go to the funeral um so s- sorry to let you down but i'm sure you understand Dan, that but i couldn't really get out of it um not that i would have got out of it but you know you know what i'm trying to say um thanks for everyone who's been watching us live this evening thanks for all the comments thanks for all the live chat interactions absolutely brilliant uh, thank you to nigel for keeping the chat good uh, good and clean graham thank you for it's been coming a pleasure
2: along. craig pleasure mate
1: Thank you very much, mate. The pleasure uh, is all mine as always. Judge, thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much.
0: No worries. I'll talk to you on Thursday. Yes, we shall see you Thursday.
1: Um, And obviously, um, in Europe or in Ireland, I've had this new feature added to the YouTube that I've been waiting for for about a year is the community posts Um, so I can interact more with you, the uh, YouTube subscriber. Um, It lets me post up statuses and photographs and polls and stuff like that. So, Keep looking uh, on your YouTube feeds, not just for videos from us. Um, there'll be a lot more um, polls and you know questions and you know, that you can you can interact with as well. So we're doing a lot more interaction um, on on the YouTube site itself. Um, I think a lot of people that are getting uh, not getting uh, much thanks are the people that listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. If you listen to us on iTunes. And iTunes and SoundCloud, and you're just listening to the audio. Thank you very much. Um, thank you guys for, thank you. for for taking the time to download us and subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, we actually get a massive, massive number um, of downloads and listens uh, just on the audio. Um, so thank you very much to you all. If you're if you're one of those people that just prefers prefers the audio while you're driving your car or walking your dog or I don't know while the missus is having a go at you in this ear, you can listen to the listen to us in the other ear um so thanks very much indeed so until thursday we'll be back with turkish talking about um the um un- the unclean the unwashed are coming to town uh keep your hand sanitizer with you at all times just in case you touch <laughs> one of them um just stay away stay away from them uh wear, wear gloves wear, wear everything if you see one just run stay away they're unclean until then up the Arsenal.